0: This is Jesse Andrix and welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast. The place to be to help you manage your stress, reduce burnout, and find more balance in your life. Today we're going to be talking about four sneaky signs of burnout in this episode, which is episode number six. So you may not be completely familiar with burnout. Maybe this is your first time tuning in, or maybe it is your first time really searching for SLP burnout and trying to figure out what to do. So a little overview about burnout. It's a totally real thing. It is often a kind of joke or a trendy thing we throw out when we talk about being so burnt out on something. Like when we have too much of our favorite restaurant and we are just so burnt out on that type of food or when we go to a certain class at the gym and we just get so burnt out on cardio or it could be that you have been binge watching a certain show and you're just so burnt out on it you're just like done with it you need something else to watch or some other genre so we use that word a lot we kind of throw it around but it is a real thing it is something that is treatable And the World Health Organization actually um, defines it and has it as something that can be diagnosed and treated. So, burnout is absolutely a real thing and it is much deeper than being bored with or tired of your favorite thing. So, burnout is something that comes from stress, like daily stress that we don't know how to manage or work through, that becomes chronic. And then this chronic stress that we still don't know how to manage or work through just starts to build and build and build, and it becomes burnout. Burnout is where we've moved from a place where we feel really nervous and anxious to almost just feeling like we don't care anymore and we give up that we just are over it, but in a very deep and almost scary way sometimes. So burnout is huge, but Sometimes we don't even realize that we're there and we're just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just feel so off lately or, oh, I'm just so done with this. And we use those terms that we use when we're talking about something that's simple, like our favorite coffee that we're just so done with when really we're talking about our career and this big, huge part of our life and we simplify it, but it's something really huge so today we're going to talk about four sneaky signs of burnout and while we may find this a little bit funny at times or humorous this is still real it is really real and something for us to absolutely consider if you relate to any of these four things and i'll even give you a few ways that you can work through your burnout in the end so again this is huge and it is becoming more and more um, chronic in our field. So not only are we stressed, we are chronically stressed and we are burnt out as SLPs. We're leaving the profession. We're switching jobs, constantly switching settings, trying to find one that doesn't have a lot of stress because we don't know what to do with our stress. So how do you know if it's just you, if it's just your job, or if it's this sneaky thing called burnout? Well, here you go if you find yourself fantasizing about other jobs, any job, as long as it doesn't require billing, paperwork, or maybe face-to-face time, this might be burnout. So at times, it can just make your job feel like it is too much and anything else would be better. If you fantasize about becoming a barista at your local coffee shop and you've never wanted to work in a restaurant before and that type of thing has never ever crossed your mind before, or if you start thinking about working at the checkout counter at a local store, again, these are not bad things to be working with, but they're probably not things that have really ever crossed your mind or haven't crossed your mind since way before you went to school and became an SLP. But if you start fantasizing about, wow, anything would be better than this, you are probably on your way to burnout. If you start to think about it and you start to feel yourself feeling or talking like speech therapy doesn't actually do anything. So when you start thinking about your job, you start thinking things like, is this even working? Does speech therapy actually do anything for these people? What's the point in even doing all of this? This might be because of burnout. So you might be feeling like, well, there's just not enough evidence for this, or there's too much reliance on evidence and not enough reliance on the person. And you find yourself starting to talk yourself in and out of the therapy practices. Or you may be on your way to burnout. So when you start to question the effectiveness you start to disconnect from your work. Now, yes, we all question these things once in a while. We question, like, is this still a valid therapy practice or is this something that, like, is more old school and we're not really doing anymore? And then we go and look up the research on it. But if you start to question the profession as a whole and you start to think, is any of this really working, You really started to disconnect from your work, and being disconnected is one of the big things with burnout. You just don't feel like it's doing anything. And one of the other hallmark signs of burnout that is so rampant in our culture really, but really in our field, is cynicism. And this is what cynicism looks like, is when you start to think like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. That really works. And you start to have this kind of cynical, sarcastic, apathetic view on your work each day. This is one of the biggest signs of burnout. And it's often one of the things that we tend to think of as like, oh no, that's just how I am. That's my personality. Or we start to think, oh no, it's just my job is awful. Or we start to think that, you know, it's not us. It's not our job. It's just the way that people talk about things. But really, this is a huge, huge telltale sign of burnout. Another thing that you may find is that you start looking at other disciplines that you work with, maybe OT, PT, teachers, nurses, You start to look at all of these different um, people you work with and different professions that you work with, these other disciplines, and you start to think like, man, they have it so much better than us. And you start to think about all of the things that are awesome that they get and compare them to all of the things that are just awful about what you have to do during the day. So you may be thinking like, wow, OT and PT don't have to do all of this paperwork, or if they do have to do the paperwork, they only have a few students, or you start to think like, man, you know, the nurses get a little bit more respect than I do, or at least they can write orders or whatever it may be. Or you may start to think that, you know, the teachers you work with, like, how lucky are they that they get to work with, you know, just this one set of students all at once. And we have to work with students, like from all these different places throughout the day. So we start to look for things that are better about other professions and compare them to the things that are really bad about what we feel about our job. So yes, sometimes it's true. There are some really great things about the other disciplines, but often these are also stressful, but maybe in different ways or maybe what you're comparing isn't really accurate. So in general, These are all parts of being a helping professional. And in general, these all have tendencies towards burnout. So while it may look like they have it so much better than you, and in some ways they may, there are also things that they may be stressed out about and they may be looking and thinking like, man, the SLPs have it so good. So if you start to have this comparison syndrome, This may be one of the signs that you are working towards burnout. Another thing that may be a very big sign of burnout and is super, super common in our field is that you keep bouncing around from setting to setting or SLP job to SLP job, but there's always some kind of problem. There's always something that doesn't quite work or that you're not okay with or that, just doesn't seem right. That makes you move on to a new place. So there's always something there that's really stressful. Now I will say that there are some places, unfortunately, that are not good to work in and that are not working with very the people that you work for and work with, not necessarily your clients or patients, but the other uh, professionals are not good to work with. So there are times when it is necessary to move to a new setting or move to a new job. But a lot of the time we'll find that we bounce from job to job and there's always something that isn't great. And some of the other people will have worked there for a really long time and have no problems. But for us, we, you know, you, maybe you decide like, oh no, this is just, I don't know how they deal with this, but I'm not going to deal with this. So here's the problem with this. You can keep bouncing around from job to job and setting to setting. And that's absolutely fine because there will always be jobs out there and always be places that need SLPs. But whether you decide to bounce from SLP job to SLP job or bounce to a totally different job and become a barista or whatever it may be, the stress will follow you. The stress is everywhere. Yes. Sometimes it is the job itself, and sometimes it is not just a good match for who we are or our personality or the way that we work. But if you have been triggered by stress and you are working in that state of chronic stress and burnout without being able to manage stress, then once you leave your job, you may feel fantastic and you may start a new job and it may feel really wonderful and it may seem like the perfect place. But as soon as that stress gets triggered again, and it'll probably happen really easy because you haven't managed it. You've just removed that previous stressor. But as soon as that gets triggered again, or you're faced with something similar, you'll be right back in that place of burnout and you'll be right back in that deep, deep stress. So when we don't know how to manage it, it starts to build up. So if you find that every job you're at triggers that burnout or or triggers this you know, need to move on, that it's super stressful, you may be stuck in burnout. So if you can relate to any of these, you may be feeling some stress and burnout that you didn't realize was there. So the good thing is that you can manage this. You can work through this. So there are some really deep overhauling things that you can do When you feel burnt out or stressed, there are, you know, you could go and you can talk to someone, you can start a totally new practice, rework your whole day. You could join the SLP stress management course. You could do a lot of things. And these are all really great to do. You can also start today with a few small things to help you figure out where this stress and burnout might be in your day and to help you work through it. So one thing that you can do is to connect with a coworker. Isolation is huge. It is super huge, super common for SLPs and it's a huge problem. And this lack of connection makes it even easier to feel stressed and disconnected, which of course leads to burnout. So most SLPs are feeling this way and we aren't always talking about it unless we go into like our Facebook groups and somewhere where we feel like it's a safe zone. So, try reaching out to an SLP friend to talk and to share and to maybe get some help with your struggles. Chances are they may be feeling some of those same ways and may also be needing someone to talk to. And if they aren't, they may have some advice or some tips that you can use to help work through whatever it is that's stressing you out. You may be able to learn something from them. The other thing to really do is to take care of you. So self care, is one of the most important things that you can do. Self-care is not selfish. It's taking time, taking some downtime to maybe be alone or maybe do something that you can kind of consider a mindful or meditative um, time in your day. And this can be key to helping you prevent, reduce, manage your stress and burnout. So it doesn't have to be a huge amount of time but taking time on most days to do something that's a little bit reflective or restorative, something that helps you clear your head or helps you to connect to something you love, find a new perspective. So not binge watching TV, not, you know, binging on really anything, but maybe taking time to go to a yoga class or take a walk or journal, maybe read a book Maybe have, you know, meditation practice or, you know, maybe take up a hobby that allows you to kind of take that more reflective stance, something like, you know, knitting or sewing or um, writing, but something that gives you some time to take care of yourself. We take care of other people all day, and if we don't take care of ourselves, this is where we start to feel even more stress that we don't have anything left to give, but we're still being asked to give it. The other most important thing that you can do is to reach out for help. So we mentioned this before, but I want to say it again. Yes, connection and self-care are key, but at times it can take more. So those are your starting places. Connect with someone, have some self-care, make a practice of it, but also reach out to someone. Maybe you have a mentor or a therapist or a counselor, a coach, someone who can help you work through this burnout. So you can try all kinds of things. You could also try CEU courses on this. Um, there, I have one out on speechpathology.com and a few others out there, but you can try, you know, a CU course on something, and there are plenty of others as well um, where you can learn more about burnout. Or you could, you know, go in and talk to someone about it and ask them for some ways to work through it. So once you do these things you'll be able to not only recognize your burnout but start to work through some of that stress and help manage and reduce it. Thank you so much for joining. If you relate to any of these four sneaky signs of burnout, make sure to make time for self-care, make time to connect, and reach out for help. For even more, head over to jessieendrix.com and make sure to sign up for the SLP Toolbox, which has tons of free resources that help you work through these things. And if you wanna go even further, make sure to check out the SLP Stress Management course. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.